This is the Unleash Your Wealth podcast with the team from SC Wealth Advisors. And now, here's Raj Shaw and Rick Boric, along with co-host Randy Cook. Welcome back to Unleash Your Wealth with Raj Shaw and Rick Boric at SC Wealth Advisors. If you're looking for help on your retirement, we are here to listen and here to help. And you can find us online at scwealthadvisors.com. All right, guys, these are the people from Gallup. We know them. They do a lot of surveys. And what they did was they got people who are getting ready for retirement, asked them a question. Then they took the people who are in retirement, asked them the same question, and see if the answers came back different. And they did. They asked people getting ready for retirement, how much do you think you're going to rely on Social Security? They thought it would be 35% of their income. But when they talked to the people in retirement, they found it was 60% of their income. Okay, so Rick, do people know how much Social Security is going to be a part? Do you find that it's too much, that they rely too much on that program, or they don't take it seriously enough and don't expose everything that they need with Social Security? What do you find? I think what happens with Social Security is the younger you are, the more you try to discount its, its value and effectiveness. And the closer you are to collecting Social Security, if you're already in the, the phase where you're collecting on Social Security, you realize how important it is as a fundamental key uh, foundation stone of a good financial plan, even for very wealthy individuals, people that are worth three, four, five million dollars. If I would back Social Security benefits out of their retirement plan, they may need an extra 800000 to a million, too, of cash in the bank to replace the benefits that Social Security is going to get them. So I think that retirees understand the value of Social Security, and people before retirement tend to discount it because of all the news talk about how Social Security is underfunded or how it's going to run out of money. Interesting. Okay, Raj, they asked people who were before retirement, and they said, how much do you think you're going to work? How many of you think you'll work in your retirement, even part-time? 20% of them said, I think I'll probably have a part-time job. If you go to people in retirement... The number goes down to 3%. <laughs> so how many people do you find that you say, hey, thumbs up, you could retire, and then they go back to work part-time? Do people actually do that? They do, actually. And I think there's a misnomer out there where people want to stay sharp. You know, I think people, sometimes they feel that, you know, they may have the proper income. They might have the, uh, a proper financial plan in place. I know our clients do. Um, <laughs> but, you know, in the end, it's really some people, we had clients in, they want to stay busy. We mm -hmm. just recently had people come to say, you know what? I just want to stay busy and I want to continue to work and do something else. It's not like, I guess, you know, having to work, but I think the matter of fact of staying busy. And so, it, you know, it really just comes down to it, having the freedom, the financial freedom to do whatever you want to do. If you want to work and be busy, great. If you don't, you want to spend time with family and grandkids or whatever the case may be. You can do that, too. So it's just all about having the freedom to be able to do whatever you want to do in retirement. I think it's about balance, too. You know, in other words, you can only take so many vacations a year and you can only put so many flowers in your garden. And after a certain point, you say, I need to stay a little bit busy. And a lot of people feel that that working maybe 12, 15 or 20 hours a week is very beneficial, like Raj just said. So another thing they asked people before retirement, they said, what age are you going to retire? A lot of people said 65. That's Medicare age. So they say 65. When you ask people in retirement, did you get to your retirement age that you thought? Most of them said no. And the average age for retirement there was 62. So, Rick, do you find people that they have a number in mind 
but somehow they just never get to that number. They retire early for whatever reason. Yeah, well, if they had a plan, and, and let's face it, about 75% of the people that come in the office did not have a financial plan. So let's talk about the people that had a plan. They have a much higher percentage of sticking with the retirement number that they planned on because they've worked those numbers year in and year out, and they've adjusted their finances along the way, and they succeed if they decided they wanted to retire at 65 they do retire at 65. But for people who never had a plan, if they get laid off, mm-hmm. if there's an illness, if there was a cut in hours at work, whatever there was, suddenly they go to grab their Social Security benefits early, and it delays all the benefits of taking that money later on and getting a higher payment, Raj. You know, and I think that that's not understanding and going through the complexities of Social Security planning, where you want to make sure you maximize and get all the money that you have coming to you because you've paid in to Uncle Sam all these years from your paycheck for Social Security. But, you know, you have to understand that, you know, how should I collect it? When should I take it? How am I eligible or if I'm eligible for a spousal benefit? And, you know, ultimately, should I wait to age 70? And we, we go through these conversations all the time and help our clients uh, run the different scenarios, different alternatives, so that you don't just pull the trigger on Social Security before you understand what your options are and how much potential money you're leaving on the table. And it could be sometimes hundreds of thousands of dollars because Social Security it does have a lot of great aspects of 8% delayed credits if you wait longer. But we always see that once Social Security is available, people are always quick and rushing to take it because their neighbor or the water cooler friend or somebody next door to them at work said, you got to take it because it's going to run out in 2033 and the benefits are going to reduce. You need to go through the exercise and we're happy to do that and ensure and make sure you understand what your options are. And I don't think that there's any other way to really pull the trigger on Social Security until you go through that exercise. Going through some of the disconnect between the people who are getting ready for retirement and the people that are in retirement. And the final one here I thought was very interesting. 43% of people getting ready for retirement thought that they had saved enough for a comfortable retirement. So not even half. But then when you ask people in retirement, are you comfortable? 77% of them said, yeah, we're doing just fine. So I thought that was interesting, Rick, because there's a lot of worry before retirement. And then if you do the work, you get into retirement, you're going, I've got enough money. I did enough. And there's there's so many scare tactics out there. If you got to save more, save more, save more. But uh, in the end, people find they have enough. Well, and also they make do. Mm -hmm. You know, in other words, a lot of people that had inadequately saved for retirement initially then reduce their lifestyle. That's just a plain fact of, of life. So if they had planned on before, you know, 10 years before they were going to retire, that they were going to take two vacations every year and they were going to have a vacation house in Michigan, and suddenly now they realize they didn't have as much money or they hadn't saved as much, they take one vacation and they don't have the vacation house in Michigan. So they adjust their lifestyle. And if they have to adjust it enough, so those people actually, like we talked about before, go back to work. So I think people are very adept at at planning on the fly to fill a gap in their income. But that's the worst possible way because sometimes you end up running short and you have no control over it. So we really feel that you're best off that five to 10 years before retirement and initially those first few years going on into retirement that you create a solid financial plan, that you've run all the scenarios and we run them for our clients, Raj. 
where we say, hey, look, if Social Security's cut 20 or 30 percent, you'll still be okay. And then we look to maximize those benefits, but we plan for the worst. What we also notice is that for our high net worth clients is that, you know, they have high expenses. And so they may have saved up $5 million, but their expenses are two, $300,000 a year. And you think that $5 million is a lot of money, which it is. But ultimately, sometimes that amount of money doesn't sustain the lifestyle that they were living before. And so when we look at the high net worth category that we've worked with, you know, we run a lot of different scenarios with what they've grown up until this point and how they should grow their money going forward to continue that lifestyle. And the funny thing is, is that we see more challenging aspects for retirement for higher net worth investors than lower net worth. It's just a very bizarre thing because they're living expense and their lifestyle is just so much more and they want to make sure and ensure they continue that. But, you know, sometimes they just may have not saved enough and sometimes $5 million, Rick, is just not enough. Well, yeah. And for high net worth individuals, they get the lowest percentage replacement from government benefits. Mm -hmm. So they see the smallest replacement of their original income from Social Security. So if they have not invested properly and if they have not created guaranteed income programs, they end up very woefully short and sometimes depending far too much on large market returns for that high lifestyle. And what they really need to do is do some solid planning to where they know they can fund their lifestyle with confidence. This has been the Unleash Your Wealth podcast with wealth advisors Raj Shah and Rick Borick. To schedule an evaluation of your portfolio with no charge or obligation, call 312-345-5494 or find us online at scwealthadvisors.com. Ross Shaw is an investment advisor representative of SC Wealth Advisors, a state registered investment advisor. Exposure to ideas and financial vehicles discussed should not be considered investment advice or recommendation to buy or sell any financial vehicle. Past performance is not a guarantee of future results. Investments can fluctuate and when redeemed may be worth more or less than when originally invested. Investment financial professionals are not licensed in all 50 states. To find out if Ross Shaw is licensed in your state, please call 800-211-1962. SC Wealth Advisors is not affiliated with nor endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency and does not provide legal or tax advice. Nudity guarantees rely solely on the financial strength and claims paying ability of the issuing insurance company. By contacting us, you may be provided with information about insurance and annuity products offered through Raw Shaw and PN insurance license number 533-6193.